Yo, it's the Jubilee Small Podcast. It's Thursday, August 18, 2016. Two more days in this godforsaken town. Hello, Lauren Clark. Stuart, it sort of breaks my heart, Stuart Farrell, that you're so gleeful to depart from me, from this podcast. Don't take it personal. And from all of the people who love you, including you, the audience. You know what you're doing. You're living, kind of you're living in an old reality. It's a podcast. Mm. We have listeners around the globe. We have a relationship online and via SMS. Do we? More than we do. That sounds a little bit. Well, it sounds like we're at uh, Hello Partner or whatever the hell they're called. But uh, no, no, but you know what I mean? Like, we I can know. We will I barely change. Like, that, that once once every no, but it's just the three key. to four months that you, you let oh, me into go. your day to day existence. How did I open the door for that uh, one? I mean, I can come down for that. I'll get the train down from regional Victoria. Thank you, Lauren. And I tell you right now. I'm going to hear so, we are going to hear so, brace yourself, everyone. We are going to hear so many train stories. <laughs> <laughs> train stories. You better and brace yourself, V line. <laughs> that's exactly. Mm. You did not know what an enemy was <laughs> until you met no, this not guy. At all. But no, I'm only joking because um, I'm in that sort of uh, middle weird world at the moment where. Limbo. I'm in limbo. Mm. Wow, is that is that the yeah? That's exact. That is the perfect. It's like what was that film? I love where I'm getting credit for in limbo. <laughs> it's a very common expression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I am actually literally in limbo. Well, you're not literally. I mean, well, gee, I'd like yeah. to see that. <laughs> no, but what are you talking about? No, mm. literally. Would you mean back bending over backwards, going under a stick at a party? I'd like to see you do that, that. But I thought limbo came from a bigger source than just that. It uh, does. It African does. Of course, dance. it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But uh, was it South American dance? I'm not sure it's an African dance. I I think it might be. I don't know where it's from. I wouldn't mind putting money on that as being an African dance. Okay. Mm. What are you putting on it? $10. Okay. If if it's not African, I get $10. And if if it is, I get $10. You get $10. Okay, cool. So don't look at it now because you won't concentrate. I'm going to. Unlike you, I can multitask. Yeah. Okay, what am I doing now? You are looking at me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes. I am in limbo, that African dance, because it's... Uh... Help, help, I'm in an African dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you can't mime my so much so style on a podcast, you moron. <laughs> we need to go down the pipeline, or whatever it's called. What's that? Uh... <laughs> down <laughs> that's, the That's not the hottest club in town. <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, you know, that um, a view pipe, pipe stick. Pipeline. Where are the what kids are, you are watching? Do? You know, Periscope. Periscope. Oh my God, that uh, all the kids are watching. Wow. <laughs> wow. Heard it all. Anyway. Because my life it. is yeah. in boxes. I'm yeah, that's true. Box man at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, the house, like if, if I was living there currently mm. and the floor is the way it is, I'd be going, Somebody get a vacuum onto this thing. Right. Right? I right. wouldn't personally do it, but I would yeah. say, somebody get a vacuum onto this floor. <laughs> yes. yeah, like, it feels like I'm living in, my, in, in scum. Right. Uh, really drop the standards, yeah. basically. Not a good feeling. Yeah. Uh, it's not a good feeling. It's terrible. Yeah. And so, and I wouldn't you know, know, but. Uh, no, yeah. I know that. So, and uh, I'm trying to explain how we live uh, yeah. over there in Pigsty Alley. Yeah. But um, also, just the food thing. And I'm. I'm uh, this is a bit sort of uh, self-reflecting. Mm. I'm looking into a mirror here and, and then um, vomiting it back out through the internet. Right. But it's more uh, I've lost my routine. I've realised mm. I spend my whole life mm. rebelling against order. But, Lauren Clark, 
I need order. Wow. I am a creature of habit. So how do you spend your whole life rebelling? Apart from that, you're a massive rebel. Apart from that, I just, no, I just, I don't like the norm. Right. For instance. Yeah. Right. And now I, I find myself, uh, I'm, I'm having a couple of weeks off freelancing. Yeah. Oh, very early on that one, Lauren Clark. <laughs> and uh, you saw it coming. You can't pretend those ones are me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've lost I, – look, I, I have no routine and so, I, I find myself going slowly mad. No, but that's – that's a, I think that's an interesting thing in any human is the oh. – don't you? Is the is like how much you actually need routine and then within routine – because I think a lot of people need a bit of structure and I then within structure. that structure they can be really creative. It's not that they're like mm. boring structural person who has no – you know, who can't be do anything interesting within that. It's just that they need that in order to do it in, for starters. I'm yearning. I'm yearning for structure. God. You, the, you know, you, do you know the number of articles there are about how – it's the same with study, but I was about to use writing as an example. Yeah. You know, how – Well, we're both writers, as you know. Oh, here we go. Ding it. <laughs> Mine's out of reach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, how people's like routines – what re- people's famous writers' routines are. So, like, like you know, yeah. well, like, you know, so-and-so, I can't remember who it was, wrote standing Ernest up. Hemingway. Yeah, no, something like that. So, ha- somebody gets up at 5 a.m., writes for half an hour, then goes for a quick walk for two hours, like, whatever. I Everybody's find I need that got, routine. Everybody needs to have something to, otherwise, you do go stir-crazy. I'm just going crazy. In fact, I, in the last three days of this week. No stir about it. No, yeah. there's no stir. <laughs> I, um... I uh, and I'm a bit ashamed to say this, but yes. uh, I broke away from the paleo uh, life that I've uh, chosen Ooh. to lead. That's a sad ding. But I will. I tell you, <laughs> no such thing as a sad ding. No, no, sorry. It's a happy ding. <laughs> it's always a happy well, ding. Yeah. It, well, it could be a, 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 a you know like a. <laughs> no, nah, I, I got nothing. Uh, okay, neither have I. Yeah. I was going to say contemplative, but it's not that. No. Anyway, yeah, I uh, I uh, broke out ate ate uh, food that I haven't been eating, right? And I can't tell you how incredibly bad I physically feel. Oh God, I, well, I that's a terrible feeling. It is really the I feel yeah. like I've just put the handbrake into well the, the the car into reverse, yeah, and rocketed back three months. Oh, you poor thing. I and that's like a, that's a, that does mental things to you as that's well. That's just happening. Yeah. I'm no. falling apart. This movie's killing me. Oh. And the one thing I was thinking while I was walking the pooches, at least yeah. I've still got that, Yeah, is that I don't think I'd go any good at being a trustafarian. I don't think I could handle it. Oh, no, no, no. You you couldn't. You'd be like the guy. No wonder they're all mental. Dude, that's the thing. You'd be like the guy, you particularly, would be like the guy. That killed in, his missus. Oh, well, <laughs> that wasn't what I was going to say. Sure. <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure, sure. Let your feelings out. This is a safe place. <laughs> I mean, no, that wasn't a Freudian slip, like my my dear housemate. No, what, no, no. no, no. What, no I was what, gonna... was that, what was that TV show from the the real estate family? No, I don't know. And they're but, all fruitcakes. You go, why can't these guys just enjoy life? Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. all go mad. No, no, no. This is the thing. Uh, the one I was going to use as a much more banal example <laughs> right. was in Nick Hornby book turned into a film uh, with a guy. Trainspotting. Writes music. <laughs> no. Uh, guy oh, writes the, music and he, and he, but his dad, no, his dad wrote a jingle and mm. he's just like walks around doing nothing all day and he's actually a very lame, dumb person because he doesn't actually have anything to do in yeah. his life. It's just the worst. 
So um, you should I, be very glad you're not a millionaire, Stu. I want this is the this is the conundge. Yeah, trust a fairy. <laughs> trust a fairy and V. I want to be I want to be a millionaire, but I couldn't handle the responsibility. No, nah, nah, you couldn't. No. Unless I became Absolutely. a gym junkie. Yeah, oh, that lot, that's why lots of them do that, I'm sure. I'd love that. Yeah. Imagine being independently wealthy and just all your Dude, only job was if, sculpting. if you were a trustafarian gym junkie, yeah. I would officially no longer do the podcast with you. Why not? I'd be hot and rich. <laughs> <laughs> not my kind of guy. What do you like, poor and Not my fat. kind of guy. Poor, poor and exhausted. I'm poor and fat currently. <laughs> and I love it, Stu. <laughs> Stupid. Sorry, God, what is up with me? Faz, Hmm. re-routine. Yes. Do you do, are you a morning guy or an evening guy? Have we figured this out? You're a morning guy, aren't you? Uh, No. What? Well, I like like having to be up in the morning, uh, but, but I like going to bed late. Yeah, so you have it both ways, God. Which is bad. It's really bad. Yeah, so essentially I try to go to bed unless sometimes I just might sit there and So this is again, you're trying to beat the the inner routine that you're trying to create. Your your inner you is trying to beat it. Once I move to regional Victoria, I'm sure I'll just go into uh <laughs> <laughs> I'll, Double I'll, I'll, cha- I'll change it. Really? Yeah. You're gonna change it? I'll be up early and go to bed early. So what we farmers do. Ah, oh, now I've heard everything. You did used to get up early every day when I first met you. Yeah. For, um, for work. Work reasons. And you never missed a bit. Oh, yes, you did. Once I had to call out and knock on your, actually knock on your window. Rang your doorbell, knocked on your window, woke up your dog so that to wake you up. Really? Yes. Mm. That would have been after a that was a, it was, certain look, footy match or something? A, I don't yeah, know. it was actually. Yeah. <laughs> It was Dusty, a big I was out there doing my civic duty. Yeah, you were doing a very good job. Anyway, um, we're speaking anyway, of riddles. So, reason I uh, raised that, can't remember. I was going to talk about something else. Yeah. Completely gone out of my head. But guess what I've got in my phone? And what is in your phone, Lauren Clark? Limbo, Stuart Farrell. How much do you owe me, Lauren Clark? It appears I may owe you $10, That's right. Stuart Farrell. <laughs> But it's interesting because when you look up something... I'm a freelance hey, fact have finder. You, have you, oh, I mean, I've got to know these things. God. Have you heard lately... Uh, I mean, Reese, have I told you the thing that I've decided about adults and learning? Which about You're not going to go into elasticity again, are you? No, no, there's that. But yeah. no, no, no. Um, shut up. No, it's it's about the, the fact that kids... Uh, it's important for kids to know that adults don't always know the answer because then the kid like thinks, oh, I have to know all the answers. And then they oh. say things like, uh, no, when you tell them they're wrong and they can't they can't take criticism and they can't blah, 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 that whole thing, right? right. See, so my dad used to just make things up. Right. <laughs> I used to think this my parents help. knew absolutely everything. Right. Um, and uh, But then they did also do a thing that used to annoy me where they'd go, well, let's look it up. And so... But it is true. It's a smart thing to do. Isn't that it? Every, yeah, I know. But when you just want to know the answer, it's like I don't want. If I, I could uh-huh. have looked it up myself, shut up. Anyway, uh, but looking things up generally um, does garner something else of interest. Uh-huh. The limbo stew. Oh yes, uh, is a traditional popular dance contest that originated on the island of Trinidad. 
Oh, uh, the dance, $10? Yeah. The dance originated as an event that took place at Wakes in Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, it was popularised by dance pioneer Julia Edwards, known as the First Lady of Limbo. Ever heard of Julia? Yeah, she was the First Lady of Limbo. Right, yeah. Famous. Um, anyway, but she did a, whole, some, a couple of film things. Anyway, but the interesting thing is that why Wakes, right? I mean, the Africans, those cats can dance and they'll bring a dance to any occasion and probably they know how the to Africans do... Africans, those cats can dance. One <laughs> o'clock, KKK. KKK? Yes. Why? Well, I, if I had said, oh, those Africans, geez, they can dance, I would have been lambasted. Are you kidding I would have me? been lambarded African out of dance- here. <laughs> I would never lambarder you anyway, Stu <laughs> Farrell. Um, no way. That's not – that's th- They can also they sprint, can- can't they? And they're good rappers. Wow. Well, oh, this is where you're going. Wow. This is where you're going. Okay, Stu. We're moving into dangerous territory. You're the one who I said – I can't drag you out of. I'm not smart oh, enough. Oh, yes. Such a ridiculous human being. I'm not smart the enough word to save li- you. Li- listen, the word limbo, um, mm. I thought, was linked to the whole, you know, Catholic thing where it's like half in hell, <laughs> half in what? Uh, I'm just thinking <laughs> the Christian brothers and the kids playing limbo. No, no, that's, no, no, uh, no, no, no. That's just funny. An innocent. How... Uh, well, I went to a Christian brother school. Well, it, but it's also funny. And they how... hit me with sticks. I know. Mm. You, yeah. Let me hold a Bible in each hand with my arms outstretched. And do you know what? When with I was... my nose against the wall. I know. And it's horrifying. And mm. I have to tell you that when I was listening to the news reports recently about, Still going. The, it's in, terrible. about the inquiry into the, you know, institutional responses to child sex abuse, mm. I, uh, I just froze one day when I thought, oh, my God. How betrayed those people must feel because the not only was it happening, which is just heinous and repulsive and the worst thing in the world, mm. but and not only were they figures of power, but they were pretending to be next to God. Like that is just the I'm worst. That is the <coughs> devil playing into a- say religion is so ridiculous, right? And this is why I don't understand people like your boyfriend, Waleed Ali, mm. who is an obviously intelligent person yeah. who has religious tendencies. Well, maybe you should sit down with Waleed and I know. I'm not attacking him. I just no, no, don't no, understand. I know, but I'm it. saying you know you know Hannah Asafari who runs Moroccan Soup Bar, she does mm. a thing called Speed Data Muslim. Yes. But you can ask anything you like. And uh of the and they I don't want to know people, if someone's got faith though. No, it's not if they've got it. It's like well, why how do, I don't can know you why, have it? I don't want to know why. I just I think if you if you believe this, right, you believe in ghosts. Yeah, yeah. And well, we we just never the twain shall meet. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I remember when a friend of mine died once. Um, died once. Once upon a time, a friend of mine died. Right, I was going to say, who, <laughs> Lazarus? Uh, the second time he Lazarus died. Smith? <laughs> no, uh, when he died, we uh, right. a friend of mine was like, you know, even probably closer to him. Mm. And I said to his wife, uh, who's, we were all mates. Anyway, I said to her, uh, how's not he the, going? Not the deceased wife. No, no, no. The, the friend's wife. The friend's right. wife. Yeah. I said, how's he going? Like, what a tough thing. Because mm. it was, I was having a tough time. Mm. And she said, um, he's got his faith. He's fine. <laughs> and I went, what do you mean? And she said, well, he just believes a whole lot of stuff that makes his grieving a lot easier than maybe it might be for you. And I suddenly realised that that's what – and he was Catholic. 
and that it was that he had just compartmentalized things and it sort of worked in his head and it was kind of but it's the starting point like that might help you get through things but the starting point is you have to believe in man who lives in the sky and man who son uh, popped out of someone that never had sex and man who could turn a fish into a flake for all and uh, a man who died and then came back three days later. But you can see how, I mean, you, I know, I know I always bring it back to this and I know you always say I don't really care about football, but you can see how humans can invent a thing that's not even, doesn't even have a spiritual level, but where there's such fervour and like passion and belief and like, you know what I mean, that they, <sighs> that they kind of project all of their thing onto. You know, so, I don't believe it. Believe because what? I went to I went to Catholic school both primary and high school, mm. right? And we were fed this these stories. Yeah, we were fed these stories from a very early age as them being the truth. And I saw the first hand what these people who would tell these stories on one hand. Yeah, and then I'd see how they live their life or what they do or how they'd speak. Yeah, you'd see hypocrisy. I'd see it everywhere you turned, and. And you have to the think older you get, the Catholic Church is just crumbling before. How well, it's is not because they're moving into like, parts of Asia and they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll solidify their base. Like if you if you walk into a Christian church in the city now, it's all like Asian kids everywhere because it's they've just changed focus. Right. Okay. Especially the evangelical stuff. Okay. But anyway. Anyway. Actions and words. People who do... Right. I'd rather see someone who just does well and does good by people. Well, there are, and and it should be said, there are there a are lot of people, people that do that as well. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, and in fact, they seem to be the same ones. They, they, I reckon they doubt the the validity of the stories. Of course, yeah. But they continue um, to work. That's right, and or they or they think of them in a different way, and you can there, are, mm. you know, a million different the ways. The peanuts to think in America of, that. Read things literally and live by like yeah, yeah, yeah. imbecile that build an ark, for instance. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More but that's money the than thing. Sense. I mean, there, but there are. If you go, if you, if there is a trouble spot or something that some place that's gone through a natural disaster or something, there'll be good church people there. Like, yeah, but there's also people trying to spread the good word as well. Yeah, I know that's true. Let's not get into this because this is what's no, well, in your listen, phone. No, no, what's in your phone? It's kind of this is kind of what I was talking about, right? right? Because the the uh, how we experience, and that's why I said the um, African uh, African the way African people very good do dancers, grief. I believe I think uh, you started this conversation up. I don't back away from that either. You're allowed to say a whole, you know. A lot of the, we're talking about the origin of a dance, and mm. I'm saying they're good dancers. Uh-huh. Whoa, heaven forbid. Anyway, and good runners. They said. dance. <laughs> they dance uh, at funerals and stuff, and they do grief in a different way. Is kind of where I was. Is it a celebration? So, what this is though is consistent with certain African beliefs. The dance of limbo reflects the whole cycle of life. The dancers move under a pole. (laughs) How's this as a metaphor, Mm -hmm. right? Under a pole that is gradually lowered (laughs) from chest level. Mm -hmm. So you've got the pole coming down towards you and you're going underneath it. Mm -hmm. And then the idea is that you go underneath and underneath and underneath and then your head clears the pole and in the triumph of life over death, you come up. Oh, okay. And some people believe it to be the afterlife as well. 
Okay, is that from Wikipedia? Because yeah. you can now add to that page. It's Stuart Farrell won ten dollars. Lauren Clark, how do uh, uh, the whole uh, continent of Africa get in contact to complain about you this morning? <laughs> I love that in the last well, in the last week twice now you have pegged me as the politically incorrect Neanderthal. Oh, the sands are changing. <laughs> oh, as opposed to me being. The not the Neanderthal uh, most of the time. What? <laughs> I was trying not to laugh. I couldn't get in the, my tongue's getting in the way of my words. I feel, yeah. I've, I've developed a lisp in the last five minutes. Have you? Lisp. <laughs> Perhaps it's uh, God smiting you. Anyway, Stuart. Could be. It could be the Christian brothers coming back to haunt me. Oh, please no. We had uh, some tales about those blokes. I tell you. Oh. And, and looking back now, they sound like they're all true. Right. I remember, I remember the older students when I first, like, because we used to have boarders there, there was tales of them all going off to certain nightclubs together. Oh. I'm like, what does that work? What do you mean? What? Oh, wow. And then later on in life, you, 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 they have a royal commission. Yeah. And you go, well, potentially there could have been a bit of a window jumping going on. Wow. But who knows? Everyone's dead and buried and the school doesn't even exist anymore, so who cares? <laughs> Seems like it lives on somewhere, though, Stu. Yes. <laughs> In the mind of old, never forget over there. Yes, happy <laughs> he forgets. He forgets what he said five minutes ago, but he'll never forget those who... Jump out of windows and go to clubs. Fair enough, too, Stuart Farrell. Mm. Fair enough. Um, people can get in touch, Stu, uh, through the website, which is stupidlybig.com. Through Facebook, which is Stupidly Big. We're Stupidly Big there. We're also Stupidly Big on Twitter. If people want to find us on iTunes, they can uh, just basically type anything in. Stupidly Big, Stupidly Small. We come up first name, now. My name. Do we? If you put in Stupidly Big, we're the first thing that comes up. We Google should, Worldwide. We always, but we always will, won't we? Well, I don't know. There could be <laughs> Stupidly Big Burgers in Detroit, uh, or there could be ah, st- right, Stupidly right, right. Small uh, Haircuts. Oh, no, so we should be. Uh, we're an international media... What's a stupidly small haircut? ...conglomerate. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but we are. We pay uh, many thousands of dollars a month Do you know literally... Google speaking to of haircuts... top rating, yes. We do, yeah. Speaking of haircuts, I saw literally yesterday driving, um, I saw these people in the car, in a car, that were just such a cliche. It was like a, it was like a cartoon drawing. Right. There was this old nana... Like, you know, steering wheel up above the head, that yeah, sort of thing. Like reassuring. Vintage old, old, old nana. And next to her was quite literally a teenager with a stud in his nose and a mohawk glaring out the window. I almost thought uh, it was like performance art. Inner city families, eh? They don't change. <laughs> Stuart, it's a joy. Yeah. Uh, it's a rare joy and it's a special thing. And will I see you tomorrow? Well, uh, if you want to ship me tinkies, I think you will. Oh, you know I do. See you then, my friend. Bye-bye. <laughs>